Shalom. Our topic uh, for tonight uh, is uh, called Two Envelopes Full of Money Stolen on an Airplane. Um, the, we're based on a tshuva, a responsum of, of Rav Shlomo Amar Shlita. Um, he uh, <clears throat> is a, uh, a great Svarty Rav uh former chief rabbi and uh and he has many volumes of of shilohs and shuvas of response with with uh with their, which are full of wonderful material uh rabbi rabbi schoonmaker actually um mentioned him a number of times in 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 his frozen and um and I was curious about his a bit his uh, his response and I found this this particular one uh the case is an interesting case. Um, it was written to this Rosh Kolal in Givatayim. And it sounds like it happened with him himself. Here's what happened. Uh, the question you ask after Shacharit this morning, people from Chutzlaretz gave him two envelopes full of money to pass to certain people here in Israel. On the on the plane, as you entered, um, the room now, it's the, it's the, uh, it's the bathroom. Uh, he put them in front of him himself for a little bit. And then at the end, he forgot them there. Afterwards, he remembered, he returned back to the, to the airplane bathroom and found empty envelopes. And now he is asking, is he obligated to pay this money back? That's the question. Um, now, the, uh, just, just to, to uh, um, uh, state the obvious, when a, uh, when a, when a Shiloh comes, when a, when a, uh, when a halacha question comes up, so, it's we relate to it the same way we would relate relate to a a a scenario halachic ruling in the Gemara. We would look at the case, uh, what happened, try to see what the relevant halachic issues are, reframe the scenario in halachic terminology, and then see what the what the what the psak halacha is. So, uh, a number of issues come up. Uh, one, of course, is what level of a shomer, what level of a person guarding something else, guarding something is he? What are his obligations, given that the fact that somebody is guarding somebody else's things? And and number three, uh, what happened, what he did, how would we classify that? So this seems the 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 Mishnah and Baba Matsya list the four shomer, four different categories of people that are watching things. Not every a uh, person who is in, who is taking care of somebody else's objects has the same responsibility. Certainly, we can see that if somebody is a paid, uh, let's say, a paid uh, parking parking lot attendant, or somebody who is who is paid for house sitting, um, I shouldn't complicate myself. Uh, uh, somebody who has a uh, who runs a, a a storage facility and people come and they and they they bring their things and they they put it in lockers there. His responsibility is different than somebody who's doing somebody else a favor. And 
somebody who has a rental object, let's say he's renting a bicycle, uh, uh, might or might not have a similar responsibility to those two. And then somebody borrowing something also has responsibility. Now, the Torah uh, lists four different uh, uh, types of of what we call shomrim, people that are watching things. Again, not every, the the main thing is that somebody's property is in the care of somebody else. Uh, And the the four categories that the that the Mishnah speaks are Shomer Chinam, who's something somebody who has somebody else's thing in his care, but he's doing a favor. He's not getting paid for it. A Sho'el, somebody who's borrowing something. Nose Sachar, somebody who is renting some something, and uh, excuse me, Nose Sachar, who is being who's getting a salary for uh, for watching something, and uh, finally a Socher, a renter. So Shomerchinam, somebody who is watching somebody, something, and he's just doing it as a favor, in other words, all he has to do is to take an oath that he watched it like a normal Shomer, and, and, and he gets off the hook. Meaning, even if it was stolen or lost, he would not be obligated for that. The way we pass in a a shomer sachar, somebody who's getting paid to watch, he's getting paid to paid for something, so he's supposed to make sure that the uh, let's say the sheep doesn't get lost. He's supposed he's a shepherd. Uh, he's supposed to make sure that the that the car doesn't get stolen. Uh, he's a he's 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 a parking lot attendant. Um, so uh, and he's he he and he certainly. Now, somebody who, but somebody who's doing a favor for somebody else, so his responsibility is 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 less than somebody who's getting paid to watch. Um, if something happens beyond beyond his control, he's not responsible. But he's also not responsible for for theft or 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 loss. We'll put loss in a quotation mark for now. However, he does have to take an oath in order to get off the hook. Now, the Shulchan Aruch says. Um, Somebody who is watching, doing a favor, he's not getting any money for it. So he's only obligated to compensate if he is poshea. Now, poshea means he's negligent. Now, if I do take somebody else's object into my care, I have to make sure that I'm not negligent. In other words, if I uh, if I'm watching somebody else's uh, bicycle, he says, "Can you watch my bicycle for about uh, uh, ten minutes? I gotta uh, I gotta I gotta go into this to this uh, to this bank. You please watch my bicycle." So, if something crazy happens beyond his control, that's one thing. Uh, but he shouldn't, uh, let's say, leave the bicycle in the street and then a truck uh, truck runs over it. He would be responsible for that. That would be Shia. Now, one of the, what is considered not being negligent, watching like a shomer would normally watch it. So, so the, if a person doesn't watch something the way people would normally watch it, so then that would be considered negligent. So now, our first question in our in our Shaila is, 
How do you watch money? What's the proper way? So the the Mishnah in 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 Bab Matziel deals with it. So if somebody uh, left the money, let's say, bundled, but behind him, so that would be considered uh, not the proper way to watch things. Uh, if he would give it to his children, his young children, that would not be the way of a proper way to watch things. However, if he watches it properly, he's fine. How do you carry money then? So what did this fellow do? He put the envelope in a pocket. By, by the way, this is not the full text of the truva. I just pulled out some excerpts that I hope are, are representative, representative of the key, the key points in his chuva. Um, and this fellow, he put, the, he put the envelopes in his pocket. That's fine. They, they gave him these envelopes to to take to their destination in Israel. And he put it in his pocket, Gavaldic, no problem. Um They should be bundled and placed in his hand, or they should be tied on his stomach. That's like a money pouch. Uh, in front of him until he reaches his home, and then he'll bury them as prop as proper. Again, in times of the Gemara, the Gemara discusses uh, how the different evolution of, of 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 what became the proper way to to watch things. Now, there was a suggestion that first that that perhaps he should have used a wallet. There are those who have special wallets for money, and they're and they're valuables. So that everything will be will be watched properly. It's hard to say. Somebody doesn't watch money in a wallet, so that's considered negligent. He put it in his in an envelope in his pocket, as opposed to in a wallet in his pocket. So that's that's considered uh, negligent. He finds that very difficult, and there is no clear majority that that watches money in their pocket that's that's uh that might watches money in a, in a wallet so that's not considered essential so so the the simple thing is that what this fellow did is considered fine in terms of of shamar kederach hashomrim watching the way that that Shomrim normally watch. Again, when it says he holds it in his hand, doesn't mean that his it's it, it's literally in his hands the whole time. It 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 can't be that a person who is a Shomer was supposed to never do anything with his hands. His hands would be his hands would be would be uh, 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 tied up totally. Um, okay, that that was not to be taken literally. Okay, so that's step one. And that's 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 a relatively innocuous thing, and then the the rub de develops what's what what exactly is considered a normal way to watch money, and this fellow seems to have done that. However, he forgot it in the bathroom of the airplane. Leaving them in his pocket was not considered negligence. If 
he watched properly. And then what happened later on was beyond his control. So then he's off the hook. Because remember, a only only a shoel, only a borrower is obligated to compensate if something happens that beyond that's beyond his control. But but a shomer chinam certainly would not. Certainly a shomer chinam is even off the hook for for theft or loss. But he has to not be negligent. If he was first negligent, even if later on it it was was stolen beyond his control, that's an application of a of a uh, uh, of what in the Gemara was 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 the subject of a of a of a discussion. If if a person was initially negligent. But what happened later on was was beyond his control. We passed him that he's still chayev. So now, he put it in the bathroom in front of him, and then he left it. Is that considered onus, something that happened beyond his control? Opsia, or is that considered negligent? If we now slow down the... The, the the move the movement we look at this fellow like step by step when he put to put it there in front of him so that's not considered negligence he's watching it door is locked he's watching it so that's fine nobody's coming but 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 we're but here's the main issue though what he left it there. Is that considered uh, negligence for getting something or not? Wait a second. Maybe even putting it on the ground itself was because he should have been concerned that later on he would forget it. That's exactly what happened in our case. So that's our issue. What is the definition of pshia with regards to forgetting? Again, pshia is is negligence, and a shomer chinam is still chayiv on negligence. By the way, it's interesting. If if a person was was not involved, he never took on this shmira, so he would never have this obligation. Once he does, he still has to not be negligent with regards to the, to this other person's property. Now the Gemara seems to define forgetting as negligence. The Gemara tells a case, which is uh, which is uh, uh, the subject of a whole sugya there. Uh, somebody deposited money by another. Again, some some of the some of our alumni might be might remember learning of this in Chappelle's because because this was something that we learned uh, together at least twice. I know. Um, somebody deposited money by another. He's, he said, okay, give me back my money. He came back to get them. I don't know where I put it. Also, the comedy rabbi came in front of Rava. I don't know is negligence. Go pay. And the Rambam paskins that way and the Shukhanarach paskins that way. However, the question is, is that forgetting identical with our forgetting? There the problem was, where did he put it? And we're saying that's pshia. But our case is not 
forgetting where it is, but forgetting it in another place. Velechora. Okay, sorry. Velechora um, huadinami if he forgot that he left it in the in the on the ground in the bathroom that seems to also be considered negligence and then this might be just an open and shut case that he's got to pay maybe it's even worse he put it in a place that was that was protected but afterwards he forgot where they are even though that is something that uh, that can happen, meaning not everybody um, uh, remembers everything. Um, like there's a famous, famous, famous story about the about the Rishash, uh, the Rishash, not the Rishalom uh, Shavrabi, but the Rishash, the Rishalom of Shlomo Strasson, who was the Rav in Vilna, and. Uh, and he lent out a lot of money. He was a he was a money lender, and uh, somebody came to return his money. And uh, and the rub was learning, and the the person came, and the rub put it in a put it in 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 the safer where he was learning. Anyways, at the end of the the month, he went over his records about uh, of the gemach. And uh, and he saw that a loan hadn't been paid hadn't been paid back. Now, what really happened was that he forgot to to mark it in because when the fellow came, he was in the middle of learning, and so he did not pull out his ledger at that point and mark that it had been returned. So, um, so uh, later on, uh, the. Uh, at the end of the month, so he went through his his ledger. He said, "I saw this loan had not been repaid." So he sent a message to this fellow, and he said, uh, "He said, please, please pay back your your loan to the gemach." Uh, he said, "I paid it back." He said, "I have no record of it." He said, "I remember, I came, I gave it to you, I gave you the money." Um, so that went on, and and the the Rishash simply had no recollection of of him having. Uh, uh, return the money, and uh, and he 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 sent the person person a message. Really, you you have to pay. You can't. And the other the fellow said, "I did pay. I'm not going to pay back a loan that I already paid." And this went on, and 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 the rishas said, "I'm I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to." Uh, Use the force of the of the court. This is in, this is this is not uh, this is not proper. Anyways, the fellow ended up being um, uh, ostracized as a person who doesn't pay back his loans, uh, and he ended up having to move out of town. and uh, And he had uh, he had an unmarried daughter that he that he couldn't find a shidduch for because of that. Anyways. Uh, one day the the Rishash is learning. He comes to that same page, and he sees the money, and his heart falls. The whole thing, the whole thing, uh, uh, the whole the whole thing just just comes back. And then, oh my gosh! And I destroyed this fellow's life. And anyways, uh, immediately he got up and he he traveled to this guy and he and he 
and he he begged forgiveness. I can't believe I did this. And 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 here's your money, etc., etc. So the fellow said, uh, "It's nice that you're 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 asking forgiveness, Rav, but but my life is ruined. My my business, my 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 child, my shidduchim." He says. He says, so the Rav says, uh, I'll make a public, I'll make a public apology. He says, you make, you'll make a public apology. And people say that the Rav is a big tzaddik. And even though the fellow doesn't pay back his loan, the Rav just makes, wants to make him feel bad. So, so what happened to him? And he wants him to get it back in the. Anyways, the, the Rav was, was a bit stuck. The fellow had a very good point that. What could he do in order to make amends to this fellow and to and to be able to to better the better the situation, better the relationship? So the Rav said, wait a second, I have an idea. He said, he said, uh, you have a daughter. I have a marriageable son. Let's make a shidduch. And nobody would ever think that I'm making a shidduch with you just so that you should feel good. <laughs> so, so that's exactly what happened. And that's the, that's the way that story, uh, again, we, uh, the, the, uh, the couple I'm sure agreed with this, uh, and, uh, and uh, and that that situation. So that was that was a case of a person. Again, it was Achzorus Alva. That was a person returning a return, but a person forgot. A person forgot. Uh, so that's not an unnatural thing in life. Yet we consider that uh, pshia. Now, ulam yesh makom velomar. Now, he's going to suggest now a svara, perhaps, why the case of forgetting something on the floor of the bathroom in the airplane is considered onus, and the case of the Gemara is considered pshia. Why? Through the very forgetfulness, the, the thing became lost. Because he forgot it, now he's not able to return it. Meaning it was the forgetting where it is that for all practical purposes was like throwing it in the lake. The person who forgot the, the money in the bathroom, through that it got stolen. Maybe that's not considered negligence, meaning maybe forgetting like a, a, a momentary forgetfulness, which is uh, 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 considered not a crazy human error. For somebody to leave the car, leave a, leave a, a bicycle in the street, so that's negligent. For a person to do something which is a totally human thing is to is to forget something, and then later on that led subsequently. It wasn't the the forgetting it in the bathroom that destroyed it. Forgetting in the bathroom left it open for later on being stolen. 
now, the Nitziv says um, that the case of forgetting where he put it is considered mazik. Mazik is a damager. Now, uh, this is a subtle distinction, meaning somebody who uh, somebody who forgot something the way that they forgot it in the Gemara there is considered somebody who has to pay. So we're calling that poche, we're calling that negligence. But there's two ways you could view that. You could view that as the rule of this particular kind of shomer, meaning dine hashomrim, the rule of, of people who are who have other people's objects in their care, so they have certain chiyuvim. So pshia, you're chayv. One, is, one shomer is chayv for negligence. All the shomrim are chayv for negligence. Shomer, sachar, and, and, and a socher are also chayv for gneva v'aveda. And, and uh, a, a shol is chayv for all sorts of other things, except for very... Uh, small exceptions. Now, one of the exceptions is considered shmira babaylin. If at the same time that that you take on to watch something, you are also hired by the owner. So that is a special exception that only applies to shomrim. So let's say uh, we define uh, like the nasivas does, like the 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 commentary on the shulchan aruch, the the nasivas hamishmat. Um, if uh, if we define forgetting where you put something as mazik, that means he doesn't even have this heter. He doesn't have this this uh, this uh, waiver in the situation of shmira babaylin, that special case. Um, okay, it gives another case. Fine. That's a similar case. Now. If you if you consider somebody who puts something in a place and forgets where it is as as damaging, could be only there they they obligated a person. But this person, even though by forgetting the money ended up in that place and got stolen. That's not like actively damaging something. His, his uh, forgetfulness indirectly led for it to getting stolen. It was not his forgetting that was like an act of destroying it. It wasn't that. Um, and maybe that. Um, it is possible. It is possible, meaning you can go both ways on them. It's possible to distinguish, but it's also possible not. He did put it in a play where there's place where there's no shmira. He did uh, put it in the in the floor of the bathroom in the airplane. But he was watching it when he was there. And then, and then afterwards, he remembered to go back there. Excuse me. And then, excuse me. While he was there, he intended to pick it up. But after he forgot it, it ends up that retroactively, it ends up that putting it on the floor of the bathroom in the airplane was what caused its loss. Now they're in a place which is just just unguarded. That's like uh, that's like 
um, actively uh, destroying something, like the Gemara says a number of places. Um, now, um, So he says, it, 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 even though it's possible to make such a distinction, it seems like it's considered a poshea. It seems like he's uh, he is also obligated and he should have watched it more properly. He's considered negligent. And put it in a place which is not protected. He should have been on the guard, meaning normal Shmira would have been to be on the guard. It is considered negligent in, in Shmira not to be specially on the guard the moment you put something in a place like that. That's what seems to be the case. Now, this particular issue he mentions uh, was was mentioned in a sefer. Wow, I forgot the name of the sefer. Uh, wow, forgot the name. Uh, yeah, I forgot it. Um, and, and where he where he uh, uh, explores this particular issue. Um, in that sefer, it discusses. Whether Shomer forgets something, if that's considered something that's considered beyond his control, meaning normal human error that 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 a person can't be protected from from ever forgetting anything. He put the the deposit again. Let's say it's a Shomer Shomer We put it in a box that is closed. He opened up the box, but then forgot to close it. When he, when he afterwards uh, remembered that he left it open, so he, he, he knows that it was because he left it open that it got stolen. So that's exactly, that's like our case. Um, uh, so again, this safer, which I forgot what this safer's name is, but he, he refers to another safer called Makor Baruch, Shepasak de Shikha Have Onis. Um there is a uh, a book uh which was which this is not. Uh there is a book, Makor Baruch, which was uh which was written by Rabor Epstein. This that's not what he's referring to. Uh this is a book of of uh of uh, a responsum, the shikha have onus velopshia, vishavash was a shomim upater. So again, but there, there's this whole thing that he would have to, he would have to make the, uh, make the oath that a shomer would have to oath. But if he's not able to make that oath, that he, um, that he left it open based on his uh, forgetfulness, and and it got stolen, then have it. If you don't make a shvua that you're supposed to make, so then you have to pay. Now, um, because there is a machlokas haposkim on that, on this particular issue, so uh, 
theoretically, the person who's holding on to the money could say, Kim Lee Chazeonis, I'm holding on to the money. There's a machlokas haposkim. I hold that it's that it that it's onus and onus is putter. So, however, that perhaps is is something that the um, that this fellow could do theoretically. Let me call the He theoretically could say, "Listen, there is an approach that forgetfulness, exactly like the forgetfulness that I did, is considered onus and is putter." And it's a machlokas haposkim at least. And I hold like that case and I'm holding on to the money right now. Meaning they're trying to extract money from him. The money that was in the envelopes was stolen. But now the 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 issue is, again, it sounds like there was a, a positive relationship between between the, the, the different parties, but um, but they wanted to know what the halacha is. So, the, so he theoretically could say kimli. This seems to be closer to negligence than to uh, than to onus. Based on the letter of law, he's really got an offer, got to, got to give a, a, got to take an oath. So because he does have a legalistic way of getting out of it, but on the other hand, there is a shvua that he really should be making. And uh, so the, the two sides should come to an agreement of a certain amount that he should compensate there for. The Enimatsia Davar, uh, uh, I don't suggest anything here, um, meaning I can't paskin in this case. I didn't hear the other side. I wrote to, to for the I wrote this for the Rabbi Shol. Now that's the thing he's not you can't have a Dean Torah unless both people are present. Because uh, there's, there's trust between them. So they'll agree with me. They're both on both sides. They're only interested in the truth. Meaning this isn't a case where each one is trying to, to beat out the other guy. These are two, these are sincere people who are interested simply in, in dealing with this situation. And, and, uh, and there's money at stake. This seems to be true as far as uh, what I hold. Uh, in my humble opinion, the good God should should uh, uh, enlighten us with his Torah, to understand, to know, to hear, to learn, to teach, to, to keep, to, to put it into practice, and to... And to uh, to establish it, keep things going. That's the case. Okay. Um, anyways, that was our that was our discussion. In short, um, this fellow initially. Uh, was given to uh, two envelopes to, to bring to Eretz Yisrael. 
he kept them in his pocket, and that is considered legitimate, a legitimate way to protect money. He brought it in with him to the uh, bathroom. He set it on the floor, but he was watching it, and the door was closed. At that point, he also didn't do anything. The only thing is he then forgot it, and he left, he left the bathroom. He forgot it there. And then when he remembered it, he went back to the bathroom and realized that it, that the money had been taken out. So was that leaving it in the bathroom, that uh, very human innocuous act that many people do, many people forget things uh, in that kind of a way, but is that considered uh, negligence? Uh, that that itself, that kind of forgetfulness, which is not identical to the Gemara's case of of forgetting where you put something, you put it in a very protected place, so protected. Now it's gone. We don't know where it is. So for all practical purposes, it's 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 gone. Looked everywhere, can't find it. So that's the Gemara's case. That is pshia. But forgetfulness, like forgetting that you left it somewhere, but then it ended up being in a place where it was totally open and could be stolen. So is that considered? Uh, onus or pshia. So in Rav Amar's uh, conclusion, it sounds like it's on the spectrum closer to pshia than to onus. However, there is uh, that opinion of the of the Makor Baruch uh, that that sefer that holds that it is considered onus, meaning it is in writing that such a thing is onus, and theoretically. Uh, that person could say, Kimli, I hold by that opinion. So I'm holding on to the money and I can say that I'm holding according to that opinion. Uh, however, because of the nature of this case, Rav, uh, and because of the nature of the relationship between the two parties, Rav Amar suggested that that they come to an agreement that he should pay a, 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 a set, uh, uh, they should decide on some, uh, some amount that he should pay because because of the uh, 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 the fact that that leaving it in in a totally open place like that is closer to pshia than to onus. Anyway, so that's the um, that's the uh, uh, the 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 shaila the the, the shuva of Rav uh, Shlomo Amar uh, Shlita that I wanted to share with you today.